What's up, everybody? It's Jordan or Guarsenio, whatever. Welcome to the brand new Two Minutes to Late Night podcast, Festival Schmestival. It's about designing your own music festival based on your recently played in your Spotify or your Apple Music. This is going to be a podcast that's exclusive to the Two Minutes to Late Night Patreon, but we're giving away the first episode for free just to see if you like it. If you're a fan of me and Drew bantering and talking about the same seven bands over and over again, you're going to love it. This is for you. But also, eventually, each episode is going to feature a different musician guest that you've seen either on a Two Minutes episode or on a bedroom cover. All right, that's it. Enough of me talking. Here's the thing. It's Festival Schmestival. Starring Jordan Olds, Drew Kaufman, musical guest, no one, it's just them. It's the first episode. Calm down. Have fun. Surprise, we're recording. Oh, hell yeah. Hey. All right, folks, listen up. We got a new podcast. It's Drew and Jordan from Two hey. Minutes to Late Night. We're doing a new podcast for you, but it's. Uh, I think it's going to be something that's going to be more fun. Uh, I called, already uh, like saying the name. Festival Schmestival. Ugh, you we love thought to of that it. name one minute ago. We did. We Googled uh, Fantasy Festival. And as I was Googling, because uh, that was going to be the original name, I was like, there's no way that something already isn't called this. It's a festival uh, that's not music, but it's like a, like a <laughs> Comic-Con kind of thing. And it's in Florida, which means they will sue us. They will sue us. And also, weirdly, it's the one festival in Florida where no one is having sex. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's incorrect. Wherever there's porta potties, people are having sex in Florida. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's just people. The people having sex in the porta potties are like, "What do you think? They're, what do you think's going on in there?" Yeah. God, you remember in uh, a Jackass when they would do anything with a porta potty? That always grossed me out so much. I know they do that in wrestling a lot too. They do a lot of like tipping the porta potty over oh, so uh, spots, and I'm just like, even if. This is a cleaned porta potty. At one point, it probably wasn't. No, I don't believe. If you showed me a porta potty and you were like, "This has never been used," I wouldn't believe you enough. No, and especially like WWE, you know, they're not shelling out the money for a new porta potty. They're they're renting. Dude, they're they're yelling at their like new The Rock, who is a woman, uh, for getting <laughs> pregnant right now. They did not clean the porta potties. All right, and we're just under two minutes, and we've already talked about <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Look, all right. So this is this is going to be a new podcast. This is a Patreon only podcast. So thank you for joining uh, the Patreon, and we're trying to do. We wanted to do something involving music that wasn't like reviewing music or. Being being negative because I think we got we got really uh, burnt out of doing like a weekly episode where we had to be like mean about art. It's really I don't know <laughs> like uh, I don't know how, how this I, I mean how did this get made gets a lot of money. If you paid me a lot of money, <laughs> I would probably keep doing it, but that's not the case. So no, we, I feel. I feel like the important thing is that like we're mean to each other because we're friends, but we don't want to be mean to artists, especially musicians. Right. And you know, there are there definitely are a lot of examples of bad art 
um, there are people who have made a lot of money on them, and we've kind of covered all of them. And now at this point, anybody left to be insulted doesn't make enough money to be insulted. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't feel sure. bad about Metallica. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's also I think like I uh, I kind of turned. I realized that I turned a corner when we were doing the podcast. Like I realized like through actually making the show, cause we do, we do covers. We have so many different types of musicians being a part of these covers. It's a lot of like transformative stuff. I've like learned to like, uh, you know, to find like appreciation, especially for artists that I at one time didn't like we did Led Zeppelin on the show. And now I'm turning, I didn't really like Led Zeppelin for a long time because I associated them with being just like a t-shirt from target. And now <laughs> I'm like, you know, I'm like kind of, I think through what we're doing or whatever, or maybe it's just cause I'm, you know, uh, almost 32 years old. I'm just, I'm not, uh, I'm kind of finding things I like about, uh, everything. Like, I don't know. I'm still not like a huge tool song fan, but they have a fucking sick drummer. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think what Jordan is. Uh, I think what Jordan's trying to say is, John Bonham, come on the podcast, man. Yeah, John what Bonham, you, please. What are you doing? What are you hiding from? Uh, speaking of people that could only exist in the plane via a hologram at a festival, let's talk about the concept of this show. This show is going to be um, about inviting people on and talking to them about uh, a, about a festival that they would wanted to design themselves like based on like if they had control but also throwing a little bit of chaos in there they got to pick 10 bands from the recently played uh section of whatever audio platform they use some most people are going to be using spotify but a lot of people are doing the correct thing and hating spotify (laughs) and um you know uh they'll apple music has a version of that i'm assuming but i feel like the the recently played section of anyone uh, includes stuff that they love but also like random things that they forgot that they listened to absolutely so it'll be a fun catalyst to the idea yeah because i mean the reality is you know we don't want to ask somebody like oh line up your festival and everybody's just gonna be like naming the biggest and greatest bands of all time because we get it you got to make money yeah. you want to sell tickets to your imaginary festival and that's cool but you know Give give another band a chance, especially uh, if they're not a real band. They're a Disney soundtrack because your child was using your computer. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we want. Yeah, I, and also I feel like a lot of the time, like we'd have guests and they'd give their like uh, the record store clerk answers, where they like they're like, oh yeah, I'd have uh, I'd have T Rex, and <laughs> then I would, <laughs> and then I'd have a. Uh, um, they like premeditate, like they pick like uh, like everyone's favorite hardcore bands and whatever. They'd only pick like like it would be Bad Brains and David Bowie and Descendants over and over and over again. Yeah, so we got. So have- here, here are some of the rules. We're gonna lay it down real quick for you. So basically, today we're gonna interview Jordan. We're gonna find out what's happening at Jordan Fest, and we're gonna find out mm-hmm. when is it happening, how many days is it happening. Who are the 10 people that are going to be playing this festival from Jordan's recently played, but also 10 people that he can choose at random. Uh, But there are some rules. Number one, you only get one reunion. So pick wisely. If you want to, if you get a band that has not played a show recently, you got to pick wisely Two, you get one hologram. So if you want to see somebody who's no longer with us, 
you only get one. But since it is a fantasy, we are letting you have one. Since, uh, you know, Roy Orbison and all that junk is happening, I think it's perfectly possible that holograms are the future. Uh, number three, uh, I already forgot number three. Uh, what was the <laughs> third rule? Well, oh. third rule, no editing. <laughs> yeah, no, no editing. I think uh, also you got to pick um, – you, you also have to uh, like pick the food that is yeah. served at your festival – where it's at, what yeah. uh, what time of the year it is, what day it is, how many days is it, mm-hmm. uh, is parking mandatory, camping? No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. I mean, if you want to pick that, <laughs> um, but but also I think uh, you know, I mean that that really comes down to the fact that there are so many festivals and there are so many different ways of having them and hopefully this like sparks some memories especially you know we're going to be interviewing people that played in bands and they're going to tell us about festivals that you know happened in shinjuku at uh you know in the middle of december in a snowstorm versus like playing a desert in july so i think like everybody has some kind of a festival experience even someone like me who actually hates music festivals and they give me a lot of anxiety i still do have a lot of good memories and i hope to never go to one again except for my festival and Jordan's festival and whatever festival will pay for two minutes to late night to be there. Yeah. Then, then we got to go. Oh, I just uh, remembered rule number three. Rule number three is Andrew WK has to play. Cause he plays at every festival. Right. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Andrew yeah. WK. Uh, but you can, I think the other piece of the show is you have to like figure out the schedule, like who mm. plays against who. So even though Andrew WK is playing, he can be used as a, uh, he's, to, so you can see everybody you want. You can use Andrew WK to play to play in a slot, so you can see your favorite bands back to back. Andrew WK is absolutely a good free space because yes. he could play at any time. He's an absolute curveball. He could close out a festival. He could open a festival. It could be during the middle of the day, so that you don't have to worry about on Sunday missing your favorite band. And by the way, we just improvised this Andrew WK thing on the spot right now, and I love right. it. I love it too. Also, you can decide if it's, uh, you can decide the time gap based on like if he's doing a DJ set, uh, just him on a piano or him with like uh, the, the, the Mighty Mighty Bostones or whoever is his backing band. Yeah. Or one of those crazy like sets that he's doing for, you know, uh, like like a stunt set that he'll do, like where he decides that he's going to play drums for 24 hours. And you're like, OK, great. I guess that's happening over in the tent by uh, Wiffle Ball. God damn it. Although there's Wiffle Ball at my festival. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, OK. All right. Well, let's let's get into it. I uh, yeah, we already started talking. Uh, I'm not a huge music festival guy. Uh like I want to love them, but I just, I don't know. I like, uh, I've grown to have a lot of anxieties about a lot of different things. And, um, when I go to like, uh, like a festival, that's like a couple of days, I'm like, Oh my God, I got to like try to go to sleep in a hotel full of maniacs. And, uh, like, um, I'm never sure like what I'm going to eat or whatever. So my festival is going to be, a one-day festival. Jordan Festival. One day. When is it, bud? I want to... Well, also, I want to name uh, my festival just uh, Jordan's Boat. <laughs> uh, it is the my favorite. I have a playlist on Spotify that's all Yacht Rock. And just anytime I hear Jordan's Boat, um, the song's on it. And now, I guess, just the 
the saying, uh, I feel good. So it's called Jordan's Boat. That's my festival. Um, my favorite time. Oh, is it on a boat? Are you going to do it on a boat? I'm not going to do it on a boat because I got seasick one time with my dad uh, going and my brother going fishing. And my brother's a huge fishing guy and like didn't give a shit that the boat was getting its ass kicked by waves. And I uh, threw up uh, the McGriddle I ate. And that is the <laughs> only time that I've eaten a McGriddle because it can't. It's I have trauma from McGriddles. Well, I guess there's no McDonald's sponsorship then. Well, I bring it up because, you know, there is, <laughs> there's the there's the Paramore Cruise, which is like actually a cruise ship fe- like type festival where mm-hmm. they're playing on the deck and you can see them and you're aware that you're in the water. And then there's like an Every Time I Die boat show where they play in what's essentially like an AOH hall. But right. it's just like the lower area of a boat. Um, and those are always really cool. I, I personally haven't been to one, but I've seen photos of them and I know they're crazy and people destroy the boats. Were you at I one? Have, I, yeah, I've, uh, I saw, uh, an every time I die show there uh, on a boat and, uh, uh, Jordan Buckley went through the roof. Um, <laughs> he got crowd surfed through the roof and, uh, it ruled and I don't think they planned to do it, but they just kept breaking parts of the boat and they were like, ah, uh, Fuck. And then they started uh, signing, um, you know, they were selling like signed pieces of the broken boat to like try to get the money that they had to pay back. Um, it, it ruled. I love it. Uh, but I that's the maximum amount of time I could spend at, on like a boat show, I think, was just like the three hours that was the ET thing. It's got to be, if it's a fest, it's an all day thing. And I think it's... One big day. One um, big day. So Jordan's so Jordan's boat festival is more of like a yacht rock celebration. Where is it, and what time of the year? Well, I think it's just called Jordan's boat, even though there isn't going to be <laughs> much boat. Ch- I don't think it'll be nautical themed, but sure, of course. Um, when I'm going to when I'm if I'm going to be outside all day, I want like. A nice temperature. I don't always love the concept of like getting cooked in the summer, um, and I think the like that leaves like kind of two months open. You can either go uh, Miss Congeniality and do April, or <laughs> uh, you can do. I'm going to pick September because I want to be like I want it to not be freezing. I don't want to be dying in the sun. I want I want to go to a music festival in a jean jacket. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's that's what I want. I want to wear pants. I don't want to be cuz if you when you're in a summer music festival and you're just wearing shorts, you get the shorts look like shit at the end of the day. I don't know what is going on like you rolled up the the cut off part of the jeans and it just it turns into like a parallelogram of <laughs> of of just like weird grime. It's not my favorite, so I'm going like uh, like a mid September, a mid September. So you're just slightly after Riot Fest. So you're not competing for time, but potentially you are for money, depending on where would you have it. Um. So my, I'm realizing that like a lot of the artists that I would love, um, because of course, if you if you know me, uh, two artists that I'm gonna have to have on this festival are. Robin and Velotok. 
And I feel like if I'm going that route, it's got to be in Scandinavia. Interesting. So it's going to okay. be a Euro. It's going to be a Euro festival. But you're not at the same time as most Euro festivals. So the people exactly. who would be going to Euro festivals, it's possible that they could be like, "Fuck it, we'll go in April. We'll go in September too." Because most of those are in the spring season. So you know, if there's one thing uh, that those Vikings know how to do, it's it's how to enjoy like a not very hot day. Yeah. It's yeah. not too hot today. That's actually I've actually been it's to. It's not too hot today. It's not too hot today. Oh. Maybe I will wear my hat with the horns and not worry about the sweat running down my brow. <laughs> I can put my umbrella on it. Ooh. <laughs> um, but uh, I've, I've I've actually been to a music festival in uh, in Sweden. I was in Stockholm. Oh, shit. Um, uh, in like two thousand in like 2008 and uh my brother and i were really bored one day uh it was um it was like a family trip uh my dad had like business out there he's like i'm getting flown to sweden do you want to come and we were like yes that sounds weird let's do it (laughs) um and so me and my brother were really bored and i saw that there's just that there was a music festival that had um like uh, it had like Queens of the Stone Age and like Foo Fighters and just uh, like a ton of stoner metal. And it was really fun. And we just went and it was just, uh, it was just like Heineken and, uh, and like hot dogs. And it was all <laughs> in like the grass on like, it was just like a grass festival on like the hills. And I'm like, this is exactly what I want. Yeah. This is what I want from it. I want like, I want like, uh, I just want like basic. That's the food. The food I want is like you get you're getting hot dogs. You're getting sauerkraut, that kind of a thing. Like you can get a turkey leg if you're that guy. But I'm also I don't eat meat anymore. So there's beyond business. Sure. Yeah. Sounds easy. I mean, I I have been to Sweden and I wasn't there for a music festival, but it seemed to mostly be Heineken and hot dogs when I was there, uh, period. So (laughs) Heineken hot dogs. Great. So. So I think now that we've got most of the details hammered out, I'm probably going to buy my ticket to Jordan's boat. It's in a cool <laughs> part of the world. Uh, Heineken hot dogs. I don't drink, but I'll eat plenty of hot dogs, and uh, we. It's gonna. I'm gonna be comfortable. So let's get into these ten artists that we have to have. So keep in mind, okay. these are coming from Jordan's uh, Spotify. Recently played. Uh, we've. You host another show, which is. Uh, um, uh, last words for, it's for the pit Warner Brothers yeah. metal website and so you have to listen to a lot of new bands in order to review them and talk about them on the show so there might be some stuff on here that's actually really really new and hot so hopefully something that you listen to for that show uh, bled, bled over I know that I just yeah. listened to one that I really really loved yes and they're gonna make it so alright here's what I have on my recently played uh, so I'm looking at it right now and I think what I'm gonna, I'm gonna like force myself to just do to include the last ten artists that I I listen to. Okay. Um. So we got uh, every time I die is playing this festival in Sweden in September. Yeah. Um. Well, I was we I wasn't actually I wasn't like trying to do spin kicks in my living room. I was actually trying to show. Uh, I was uh, trying to find this 
there's one riff on um uh from parts unknown that has like a specific octave pedal sound and i was trying to send it to our mixer because in our in the cover that's actually going to be coming out on on monday the the cover uh fuck it they'll know what it is now uh for the rocket queen cover um I'm Keep in mind, anybody listening to this is paying us money, so I'll tell you whatever you want, baby. Yeah, whatever <laughs> you need. You need. You have few questions. You're, you're like, uh, you're, you're like, what does Steve Brodsky's hair smell like? I'll fucking tell you. It's but good. You gotta, it smells real good. It smells great. Yeah. It smells. Like, it smells wise and clean. But anyway, nothing as good as Ben Kohler's, but no. But that's you know, he's a L'Oreal commercial. What do you expect? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, his Ben's hair smells like a crate and barrel. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, yeah, I was trying to find this specific, I was just like searching through a bunch of the songs. So every time I die are, uh, default on my festival, but I would want them there anyway, cause they're very silly boys. I would hope, I hope that, uh, one of their band members has like a birthday on the day of the festival because I like that they throw a bunch of cake in the audience every time that it's someone's birthday. Yeah, we were at that show. We, you and I were at that show at Webster yeah. Hall. It was Andy Williams's birthday, and they kept bringing out cakes. Like they would bring out a chocolate cake and they're like, "Happy birthday, <laughs> Andy!" And then they would pretend to trip and fall and throw it in the pit. <laughs> yeah, and they did it three times, and just so people funny. were slipping on cake. It smelled like chocolate. It was disgusting. People were picking up and throwing it. It was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I thought that I was like, they are going to destroy Webster Hall. We're going to watch this building fall apart and it's going to be covered in birthday cake. It's going to be like honey. I shrunk the kids, but with, (laughs) but with all of them are wearing gym shorts. Yeah. And then watching people like outside of Webster Hall after the show was over, just like standing outside, just like with like chocolate doo doo all over the <laughs> <laughs> so It was, yeah. It was just, it was just like doo doo and white paint. It's just, yeah. yeah. It looked like, it looked kind not unlike a tipped over uh, porta potty. The worst. The worst. All right. Who else you got, too. All right. Uh, next up, we have. Uh, sleigh bells, obviously, because I also was, it was also for Rocket Queen research. I was trying to, um, uh, Alexis has a very specific style, uh, that she mixes her vocals. And I was also sending that as an example to our mixer to be like, this is, I was sending him, uh, I can only stare as like a good, uh, example of like sort of how, how to, uh, how to sit her voice in the mix. Yeah. Sleigh Bells is also awesome live. They're fucking awesome. I saw them now their their drummer is Chris Maggio from High on Fire, or was. I don't know if he's still in it. He's but. it's 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 you know what it is? It's also not unlike Andrew WK. It just depends on what the tour is. Yeah. But well, I, we saw, I saw him tear them. him up at when we were at Riot Fest with him. We did see him at Riot Fest. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually saw them at the Williamsburg Waterfront when they used to do free shows there in like 2011, right after their first album dropped. And they were gigantic because they were from Brooklyn. Like I think the story goes that like Alexis was a, uh, a waitress and the dude from Poison the Well got Derek. in a conversation. Derek, thank you. Um, got in a conversation with her and that's how they started. But they were like, you know, they're like from... They got started in Williamsburg. So it was like a big right. deal that they were playing this huge free show on the waterfront. And it was awesome. They had like 
they have a full back line of they had a they had a drummer and they had another guitarist and it's like it, it's was really really cool and it was really loud it was awesome yeah there are, and they do they have such an odd um uh they have such a odd genre mesh of stuff like they they're like all of their singles sound like completely different which is really cool like you know uh they have the one that's like a remix of uh or a sample of funkadelic that does not sound like i can only stare which is yeah. like jessica rabbit is the album that i got really yeah, into them jessica rabbit so good it's such a good fucking album um and i just yeah i love the the clash of like that uh like i feel like sleigh bells is probably a starting point of like how uh, of how we kind of got to the to post Malone Ozzy, you know what I mean? Like, Absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that dirty, uh, like guitar sound mixed with the pop music. I love it. Uh, love them, Alexis. Thank you for being uh, on the Rocket Queen cover uh, and trusting our song selection. Also, yeah, the coolest dog. I I want. I, I've never wanted my uh, to have like a dog play date with anyone <laughs> more than that fucking bull bull terrier. I love it. Oh, she's got one of those like classic bull terriers, like with the brindle. Yeah, like the like the little rascals gang, right? Uh, yeah, it's it's real Frankenweenie hours, but with with Jean, with uh, with Jennifer. They look oh. like their cousins, so I'm like, they gotta. I they, family reunion. We gotta see what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah. Then, of course, of course, this is all right. We're getting my big. I think this is my. I I, I say I think this is my headliner. Okay. Um, is Van Halen? Van Halen original lineup. So that's your reunion because they don't my play reunion. original lineup. So you're are you putting Michael Anthony back in? I'm putting Michael Anthony back in. Uh, Wolfgang, okay. uh, you seem like a nice kid, but no, we we need the. We <laughs> we need someone who's singing. <laughs> there. Yeah. We need we need old goatee, not young goatee. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you know, it's yeah. funny. I watch all those I watch all those music videos because obviously I do. And uh yeah. Michael Anthony man, he puts on a show and he does the backing vocals. He's yeah. in he's an integral part of a well-oiled machine which is part of a well-oiled body which is doing high spin kicks. And accidentally busting his nose open with a microphone stand <laughs> on Jimmy yeah. Kimmel. It's great. Yeah, fucking rules. I he is yeah. an integral piece of it because as um like we were t- uh by this time I'm assuming the Panama set has already come out and like Heaney and I were talking about, you know, how simple a lot of the the actual notes are in Van Halen songs, but it's really about like the, preci- the precision of the rhythm really makes the song or, precision. or breaks it. Precision. Persimmon. 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 Cinnabon. Cinnamon uh, toast munch. Uh, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, absolutely. I, and and actually, also, you know he's, he's the harmonies. He's, yeah. the, he's how you get those uh, like angelic chorus. He's why like every chorus sounds so big and like, you know, also from like having to kind of recreate the vibe of a lot of the golden harmonies, it's really just one harmony and then a gang vocal. 
It's mm. like doubled. It's one harmony that's doubled. And then like the rest of it is like a gang vocal. So I think Michael Anthony is really the only one who's harmonizing. I mean, it has to be now because the other thing is like, you know, if you listen to that first album and they're like in their 20s, that's before, you know, uh, uh, that's before Eddie smoked himself into Donald Duck voice and he can't hit those high notes anymore. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. But all right. Um, Enough about Van Halen. Why I, <laughs> why, why I think that they have to, I want the, in my heart, I want them to be the headliner. Yeah. But, um, we, I also have – I'm going to just do the next two because the next – the one after – I have Shania Twain <laughs> <laughs> on my recently played. Let's go. Well, I'm absolutely putting Shania Twain on my festival because I, I, I do want to see that. I, I, uh, I'm sad about uh, her politics, but, you know, seeing on Drag Race, she, yeah. uh, like, was – I was like, she could still put on a fucking awesome show. To be and I fair, want variety. Though, yeah, yeah. And to be fair, Shania Twain is Canadian. So, like, her opinions on politics are about as equal as my opinions on Trudeau. You know, like, uh, I'm not, I can't, I can't do anything about it. Uh, and he can't, she can't, it's not like she can vote for Trump because she, I don't think she's an American citizen. I don't know either. I think she lives, but she might not. I don't know. I have dual citizenship. I don't know. Rich people are different. You know what I mean? Like once you get enough money, it's just like the laws bend. Completely unrelated. But I remember reading the story about um, Evangeline Lilly, who plays. Yeah. She like was she got hired to be on Lost and they were going to film in Hawaii. And like she couldn't get a work visa or something. So she just had to get citizenship and like ABC pulled a bunch of strings and got her her citizenship like a week before the show was supposed to shoot. Damn. And that doesn't happen. Like nor like she didn't have to marry like an American and pretend they were in love for three years or anything. <laughs> or take a test where she names like, you know, all of the president's middle names and what their favorite flavor of ice cream is. She just, you know, paid a lot of money and got American citizenship. Um it's like complete tangent. Yeah, no, no, that, that's fine. That's what happens when uh, you're run by like that creepy uh, Israeli guy who runs Marvel or whatever. Oh yeah, I mean this is even before that too. This is like right. ABC, which is like American broadcasting company. So that's just like really old, really, really evil money. You know the kind of stuff that yeah. keeps Pat, the the stuff that keeps <laughs> Pat Sajak alive. That dude's yeah. still alive. The black mold in the shower of television. <laughs> Pat Sajak, we're coming for you, bitch. <laughs> we know you're on Epstein's Island. So the next band I have to put on here uh, is Guns N' Roses. And it doesn't Ooh. have to be a reunion show because they're already back together. They're already back together. So it's whatever lineup they're currently with. Fuck, I can't give them, I can't give them Steve Adler. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, Steve, you deserve better, but that's the biggest question is, uh, cause I also need this to be a, a festival that sells and I'm already all over the place with, <laughs> uh, every time I, this is, this is real. Mine is not already not going to be like a one genre thing. So I got to like really throw a lot of shit that people like, but is Van Halen the more marketable, uh, is, is are they a more marketable uh, headliner than Guns N' Roses because there wouldn't be a Guns N' Roses without a Van Halen, but I don't like Guns N' Roses uh, in the Guns prime. Roses. 
is, I think, the greatest selling band of all time. I think, I think so too. I think, I mean, if you if you look at Van Halen, like Van Halen definitely is huge because they have a full 10 years ahead of Guns N' Roses, but Guns N' Roses is probably more popular and not like, uh, not in a, in a, in, in a quality, but just in a numbers. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Guns N' Roses tours and they sell out for four years. You know, every time Van Halen has done a tour, they really don't play that much. I mean, I remember when they played in 2015, we wanted to go and they weren't playing in New York. The closest show was at, uh, was in Hershey park, uh, which would have been awesome. Cause I love roller coasters and Me I too. love Van Halen. But uh, yeah, I think I think Van Halen. I mean, uh, Guns N' Roses not only are going to be your biggest draw, but they're also going to want the most money. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. But then there's all of the uh, you know, there's always talk of you know, I I feel like we won't really know how a Van Halen appearance will do um, until it actually happens. Like if, cause if they get Michael Anthony back in, then they get to go, then they get to say it's original Van Halen. And then you get just the, the concept of having like, even though I don't think a lot of people give a shit about that. I think that just the title, like it's original lineup Van Halen can sell more because you know, like Danzig and Doyle were playing uh, like together all the time. But then you throw Jerry in there, and it's Madison Square Garden. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. To, to quote like a, you, and and one of the best jokes I think you've ever written: Danzig, uh, Doyle, and the bald one. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I mean, I, I like. I, I think it's the question of like, do like, did I want to see? I did want to see Danzig and Doyle play together. But I really, what I really wanted to see was the promise of like, uh, like Danzig is just gonna sing the misfits for two hours. Yes. absolutely. That's, that's what I really, I think that that's what I was paying for. Um, if you, if, if you had a Van Halen reunion, a proper Van Halen reunion, that means most likely they're not going to play anything post, uh, right, 1999. So, I mean, they're probably not going to play any Hagar anyways. I actually, if they did a Van Halen reunion that was the best of both worlds with Sammy Hagar and David Lee Roth, I would be more psyched than just a regular old reunion, to be honest with you. Like, because I, mm. I know, I know that I would love every single song that they're going to play with David Lee Roth, but there is just something so special about crossing both of those off of uh, my the list, especially one. because... Yeah. Especially because if you've been watching Sammy Hagar's like uh, Instagram, one really fun dude, he seems like he's having a good time, and two, he does covers. He still can hit those notes, and I mean, even in his prime, David Lee Roth was all about spectacle, you know. But like, sadly, well, I, yeah. I don't exactly know what's going on, but Sammy Hagar got in in trouble. <laughs> no, what did he do? Uh, he was like, know. you know, he was like, uh, you know, he, he just, he was, he went off saying that COVID is the flu. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's old enough to, uh, be in the, <laughs> you he know, lives be a member in of the Republican Ka- party. Yeah. is a real place and he lives there and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. 
the red rocker turns out uh he's also a red state rocker <laughs> <laughs> um but i do think you know what i think that that's uh that's what you do the no i don't know if i i don't it's your festival your call i would just make my, a suggestion you know what you're but the, I think I do want – I think I just want DLR Van Halen for a long time. I do I do submit that Guns N' Roses has to play above them probably. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I think just, just for a business sense. Have you seen um, Guns N' Roses? Um, I have not. I was um, – I was planning to go a couple. I wanted to go to the Axel ACDC set, uh, mm. but I, I actually got, really wanted to see that too. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, I think we got caught up with, cause I was going to go with uh, like Nick and Ewelina and they got, and then something uh, kept me from being able to go there. I think it probably was. Uh, I think it was when we were going to shoot the, ghost uh ghostbusters sketch oh because yeah. it was on the same night yeah 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 damn um for those who no one knows about this we were gonna shoot we in the first episode we were trying to shoot a because uh the ghost the lady ghostbusters movie was coming out and we were gonna shoot a sketch we had written a sketch uh at the king's for the king's theater where uh we were gonna try to get like we we're gonna have our own lady ghostbusters that go and try to uh they get like a call and it's ghost uh basically the ghostbusters would go and try to zap ghost at a ghost concert yeah and this was summer summer 2015 so actually it was before the ghostbusters movie came out so it would have beaten them to the punch ghost was huge but it wasn't like as gigantic as they are now yeah we were talking with them they were down and actually like we were in the process of like talking to and this is actually before we even made the pilot so this was going to be like for the pilot episode and um we were actually talking to like uh like ghostbusters impersonators because this is 2015 so this is before the movie came out and before like you could get the costumes when the movie came out like you can get costumes everywhere but so we were literally talking to people who like had their own homemade costumes and stuff we're gonna get comedians to female comedians to play the female Ghostbusters before this movie came we out. We were talking to AD Bryant about doing it. Yeah. And, it would, um, have, it would have happened, actually. It was just they wanted so much money to film at the King's Theater. They wanted thousands of dollars that we didn't have. Oh, yeah. You know what? It wasn't the King's Theater. It was Terminal 5. It was Terminal 5. It was Terminal 5, yes. Because we could shoot the... We were discussing whether we should shoot it anyway because we could do the backstage area, which is why in the second episode uh, we have like we have the Foxygen sketch with Hard Melissa because we didn't shoot on the main stage of we didn't shoot in the venue of Terminal Five. Right, right. Um, but yeah, like the whole thing was going to be like we were like we can't we don't we don't want to do this sketch without having like like mirth merch booth jokes you know uh like ghostbusters in the mosh pit crowd surfing and shooting at ghost like we had a plan for after effect anyway that's yeah, uh, that was just why i couldn't go see the anyway <laughs> moving on yeah. um all right we got also yeah from last words this band is from uh i had to listen to them for 
like a new episode, Horasant. Dude, the last band I listened to. So that band good. is so fucking sick. Yeah. By the time this comes out, hopefully I will have posted that uh, Chef's Kiss. But man, they are so good. They're like, they're like an 80s style, not even 80s, just like classic rock, just the feeling of classic rock. And you know, like when you listen to, you know, I, I actually am a huge fan of uh, Sheer Mag because they have a very yeah. specific, cool sound. Totally. And this is different because it, it, it's just, it's, it sounds like a thousand bands at once. Every song is different. Like I was listening to the album literally today while I was driving around and taking photos. And um, every song just feels like a different band from that time period. Just like a classic rock uh, masterpiece. So good. Yeah. No, I yeah. totally agree. It feels- A little bit of Foxy Shazam too. And a little, like it's like, as equally Foxy Shazam as it is Boston and Blue Oyster Cult and, and all those bands. Steely Dan. It feels Steely like. Steely Dan's in there. It feels like Steely Dan, but if Steely Dan was really just trying to have fun and not like challenge themselves all the time, you know? Yeah. I think yeah. it's just cutting loose. Like if, if, uh, if like Steely Dan had like the fun of the first Boston record, that's what Horizont sounds like. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and Horizon, they so their new album is called Sudden Death, and the album art is a hockey helmet with a knife stab through it. <laughs> and so I listened to it thinking that it was going to be just like, you know, like a Jean-Claude Van Damme hardcore, uh, metalcore, you know, like fucking beatdown festival. And yeah, instead, sure. I just got like a, like a wonderful time driving through uh Southern California in my uh, my Volkswagen van, which I don't own. Uh, right. This is this is the hypothetical feeling because uh, the other hypothetical feeling was that I felt good and I feel bad all the time. Yeah, I'm for sad. sure. I'm, I'm sad, sad too. Uh, speaking of sad, uh, I'm sad that I I already used my fuck my reunion. Uh, so oh, the rule we forgot. God That's damn me. it! The rule is one album all the way through. Uh, oh, I thought we said that. Dude, I don't know if you said show. that at the beginning. Uh, well, but, if we yeah, didn't, an album. we meant it. <laughs> yeah, that was, I am agreeing that's not, this is not a, uh, this is not me covering for Jordan. That was one of the rules. You get to have one full album show, one reunion, one hologram. Uh, no, we. I think we said it, but okay, sorry, moving on. No, you're fine. Um, all right. So what are we at? We're at What's, six, six bands. So, yeah. all right. Fuck, I can't use my reunion, but the next one is White Zombie because I was also just listening to White. Because this week that we're recording this, we just put out the White Zombie record. Or the yeah, White, 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 Zomb- White Zombie cover. So and, you're you're reading these in order. You're not doing like any kind of skipping around, are you? No, I'm just you can. You can skip around if you want. Oh, I know. I think it's – I'm just – I'm seeing what it's like. I'm just sure, kind of sure. – I'm just sort of scooting around. I'm looking at it for the first time. So I'm just, uh, White Zombie is on this. So what, what are my options here? Like, so, because I can't have, do so, I just do, is it Rob? Do, am I allowed to just do Rob? In this specific situation, I think you're allowed to do Rob because Rob Zombie played 
a couple of white zombie songs. I don't know if he did a full album, but he, he definitely did played, all of Astro Creep. He did all of the Astro Chicago Creep. Riot Fest. The Chicago Riot. Yeah, I remember that was the year we wanted to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I was like, we could either we could try to we could try to switch and do the other Riot Fest in Chicago, but then we would it would be a pain in the ass trying to figure out where we would stay and blah 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, we actually got invited to drive along with High Wasted. They were going to take us along in their van, which yeah. already uh, had too many people. So I'm kind of glad we. Didn't yeah, I'm glad we didn't do it. Uh, I'm. I would have. I would have loved to see. It was really like the the big difference was like well, it's going to be an a, an astro creep all the way through, and I'm like that's fucking. That's a contender for like because I never saw it. It is a contender for all that album all the way through because I so okay it's 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 on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so here's here's where it gets complicated next. Also because of uh, I listen to this band all the time, but I also uh, had to listen to this for last words. But Soundgarden. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm oh. not going to I'm not going to do a hologram cuz I don't want to see Here's the big thing. I don't want to see a hologram of like an artist that I respect. <laughs> That's fair. I don't, I don't I want it to be funny cuz AI be funny. is so funny. Um Yeah, agreed. So there is there would be Nothing. I don't think you would get a single thing out of hologram Chris Cornell. So Chris Cornell is not coming back uh, from the grave to be a computer nightmare. He is not doing that. And I do. That is what I think about holograms. I think they're computer nightmares and uh, I'm scared of robots. So I'm already like dreading what. I think that means you have to skip because you're No, I'm giving them a replacement singer. Oh. That cuz I think that's what oh, I have to do. Oh, okay. A, okay. A, I like you don't that. get ones, you don't get if you have like a dead person in a band, you can either hologram them or I think you can get three replacement uh like Slots, and I'm gonna you have get, to do you that get two up. replacements because that's how many people need to be replaced in the replacements. <laughs> okay, yeah, you know what? I fucking actually, love that. I think that I think one of them quit recently, so I think yeah, you do get three replacements. I'm gonna oh, and so for Rob Zombie, it's just Rob Zombie for Soundgarden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of like who I would give as a replacement singer um oh easy soundgarden plus rome plus rome (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i think that i i don't know what rome sounds like oh soundgarden with greg pucciato holy shit yes that would rule I think it would be sick. I think Greg would <laughs> knock it out of the park. Plus, I've it, always wanted to see someone throw their own feces during Black Hole Sun. Yeah, for sure. Just kidding. Yeah. We know he doesn't <laughs> do that anymore. Black Hole Bum. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talk Make about it, your black hole. But yeah, I think that he he's just one of those... Uh, I think, you know, it's, it's a toss-up of, like, should he do... Should I do? Um, 
No, but he I should think- do Soundgarden because the other option would be Alice in Chains. And I right. don't, I like, uh, I, I like, um, oh God, what's his name? Um, uh, the new guy in Alice in Chains. I think he does a great job. And well, let, me ask, let me ask you this though, real quick. So, so in this hypothetical world where Greg Pucciato is fronting Soundgarden, have you just set up people to be mad at Greg for doing it? Um, I, you know what? I think that people can, uh, I, I, I don't know. I think it's complicated because it's the same thing with like, um, with like Axl Rose ACDC. It's sure. like, I think that when you have someone established just kind of doing a set, like they're not in the band, like even mm-hmm. Queen only does Queen and Adam Lambert, you know, it's not the, I, I think that, you know, I just would, I, I would want to. I think you know that's sort of cool? the problem with William Duvall in Alice in Chains is uh, is that people didn't know William from something else, and so right. they just see him as an actual replacement. But when it's like the members, when it's like a tribute show, which I think that the Greg thing would be, is like, you know, they're close with Soundgarden. They were on the tour when yeah. Chris passed. So I think it's like, you know, everyone would be, uh, you know, I think if people are dicks about Greg doing that set, um, I'm, I'm getting mad. Like it's actually happening, <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, no, I think that people would kind of respect the decision of the band and, uh, and like the circumstance. Yeah. It's interesting because now that I think about it, you know, any of these type of situations, like, I mean, even like, Axl Rose replacing um, uh, Brian. Uh, what's Johnson. his last name? Johnson. Brian Johnson. Um, P- Axl Rose replacing him. Like it's weird that people would get mad about that twenty years, thirty years after Brian replaced Bon Scott. And I know that people right. were mad at the time, but you know the story goes that uh, his pa- Bon Scott's dad was like talking to the Youngs and was like, "Hey." you have to keep doing this band. That's what he would want. I think it's interesting because I can't think of any situation where um, I personally am mad at any of these people stepping in because obviously all of these other musicians need to keep doing music and you know they are entitled to because they wrote those songs too. And, right. um, and also they deserve to make an income. Musicians make money off of playing their music. And the only ones like I can think that I've actually have made me upset. I wouldn't say upset. I'm not a sublime person, so I don't really care. I just think sublime plus Rome is very funny. You yeah, know, so funny. Cause it's like, you know what? It is the same thing with uh queen plus uh, Christopher uh, Lam- Adam Lambert. Lambert. Uh, Adam Lambert, <laughs> Queen plus Christopher Lambert. It's uh, the Highlander, <laughs> which would make sense actually because Queen did music on the yeah, Highlander. I do. Fuck, that, yeah. What a great idea! Someone call Brian May. Fat body Hello? girls. Where did you get this number from? Um, <laughs> but those things, I guess, I'm like, you know, there's no way anybody can fill uh, Freddie Mercury's shoes, and I don't know who Christopher Lambert is. Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert, Lambert is, from, is is American Adam Idol, Lambert right? is is American Idol. Yeah, he was the I think he was the first uh, like LGBTQ person to win. That's cool. And he's got he's got the pipes for it. Apparently, I've never heard him or seen that thing. But I'm not. Um, 
I don't hate it. I just, I don't don't know it and I don't understand it. And honestly, I think that maybe the reason why someone in this hypothetical situation would be upset with Greg Pucciato is that they don't know Dillinger's escape plan or they do, but they only have like the early memories of, you know, like Miss Machine era where he's just like, you know, before you can hear that he really can sing. He's got a great voice. Yeah, well, they did Jesus Christ pose also. Yeah. But again, most people probably never heard that, especially if right. you think about like the reach of Soundgarden versus the reach of Dillinger Escape Plan. Sure, you know, if you were making yeah. a Venn diagram, there's going to be a lot of crossover. Um, but also if you were making a Venn diagram, uh, that would look kind of like boobs. Well, that's also just kind of like, I, I feel like I'm looking at it as like how, um, as how like I kind of book the covers on the show. Like, sure. I'm like, you know, it's got to be strategic, uh, you know, of, of who you pick. I don't think you can just, I think like why no one gives a shit about like journey anymore is because they like prop hats off to that guy who took over. Uh, I don't know a lot about journey. I just know that they like got a guy that sounds exactly like the original guy. And people were like, wow, for like a minute, we're like, wow, isn't this amazing that he like sounds exactly like that guy? Or you just get a random guy like uh, like Tim Owens for Judas Priest, where it's like this is I feel like the difference is is when it's like different when someone passes away as opposed to you fired somebody and got a new singer. Right. You know what right, I mean? For sure. Um, like with Alice in Chains, you know there was a passing and they got a guy who can hit the notes, but sounds different. I think William is a great, is a great, uh, like lane, uh, like, cause he's not a lane replacement. He's doing, he can do lane songs in his way, but they're all, they also have, um, new songs. And I think that that's just really cool. It's not, um, yeah. it's I one don't of those like things prefer I... it to, yeah. to lane Staley songs, but I'm like, this is fucking neat and a cool way to keep the band going. Yeah, I it's weird because I don't have a solid answer of like what is good and what is bad in the situation. It's it's extremely gray because it makes me think about Thin Lizzy and the Thin Lizzy reunion. They just got some guy who doesn't sound anything at all like um uh like Phil, and it should be fine because it doesn't sound like Phil. He's not doing an impersonation, but for some reason, I'm just like. Man, I wish they got somebody who sounded like Phil. That would have been cool, you know. Well, also, like, what is? It's what? It's just Scott. Yeah, I don't and even then know. Other folks, it. like that's. I feel like if that much of the band is gone, what's the point? Or and also with Thin Lizzy, you know, they're fuck. They're the band changed like every album. Yeah, like that. You know, it was Scott and it was Phil. And then it's just Scott. And now it's just, you know, it's it, it's bizarre what you attach your band name to. And it's, it's like, kind you of get like, like a Black Flag situation where it's like, yeah. what even is this? I feel like the, the real thing is like, I don't know, read the room, man. Like, yeah. Like, you can't really call it a Thin Lizzy reunion. I think that there's cool like i think it's super cool that uh like troy from macedon got to do like a thin lizzie set with scott and i think that that whips ass like absolutely do that kind of a thing but i think you gotta like in that type of situation where it's just like 
the the name is attached to like one person who isn't like the front of yeah. the band and there's like the you know I feel like everybody kind of knows you know who is the iconic member of the band and even in a Van Halen situation you sometimes have that where it's like all right it's two people two yeah. people are integral to this piece you know what bugs me about the Thin Lizzy thing, and I figured it out, is that if you go on Spotify, there's like 17 new live albums. Like they have put out, they wrote new songs, which is like, okay, I guess you're entitled to do that. But there's so much new Thin Lizzy, like really just like oversaturated. And I think that, you know, uh, I mean, if these guys want to write new music and release it, I think that's cool too. But I also think that using the moniker of a band when it's not that band anymore. It's a gray area. I mean, I think that it should be, um, I don't know. It just, I just, the, the thin Lizzie one is just like egregiously overdone. Whereas like one of the better things that I've seen in this vein is I saw Andrew WK who will be performing at Jordan's boat, by the way. Right. Um, I saw him and Marky Ramon, uh, do a Ramones set and they just did like 40 Ramon songs nonstop. And it was awesome. And even like Marky Ramon, he's the last surviving Ramon, but he barely was in the Ramones, you know, like yeah. he was, I think he was their third drummer. He was only in it for a little bit. And Marky, you know what? Good for him. He's the last living one. And like, I think it's dope that he's doing it. And I think he has as much right to play those songs as anybody. Um, but they didn't, you know, they, I don't know if they, if they did like uh like if they did an Andrew WK and Marky Ramon Ramones set, I think that would be dope. Like a CD, you know? Um, but I think it's like, if they, if they release it just as the Ramones, the same way that these folks are releasing thin Lizzie, then I think I would have a problem with it here. All right. Well, here's since it's my, I, I'm going to take a break from my recently played and I'm going to put in my thin Lizzie set. Cause I, they're also top, like, like Van Halen is the number one and they're just like a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit beneath. And now that you've put this challenge to me, I, I think I figured out a way that I would maybe want to see them. Um, yeah. I would give, I, cause I remember the most excited people were about hearing about Thin Lizzy for a long time was because Troy's on base. So Troy is back on base for this mm. set. I think the biggest thing you can do for Thin Lizzy is to get another iconic guitarist in there who was a part of it. So it's even though it's like not technically a reunion, you put Gary Moore back in there from the Black Rose because Gary Moore play was in the band for Black mm-hmm. Rose. He's one of the most famous guitar players, and it just puts the Irish kind of back in there. Um, I think uh, I love. Um, I, I, I don't really know uh, a lot of uh, like people who would be attached for drums on this, but I just, I'm going to put Joey Castillo because he's sick yeah and he's been in every fucking band. And I would, I'm just always excited to see Joey Castillo doing something. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that <clears throat> you have a front person with like a little bit of swagger and a rasp and you can get a vibe that's kind of like thunder and lightning mm-hmm. vocally. Honestly, I'm putting Baisley on vocals. Ooh. Ooh, I like this. Right? Okay. okay. So you got so. you got Scott, you got you got Gary Moore who can sing and play guitar. 
You got Troy who can sing and play guitar, and his rasp I think would mix nicely with the John Baisley rasp. And you have Joey Castillo on drugs. That's a Thin Lizzy set that I would want to see. So that is your first of ten picks from your dream team. Uh, yeah, this is this is the first like dream team, not from the recently played. Okay, how many recently played do you have left? Because I lost count around the time that I turned <laughs> turned well, we my got, air conditioning off. We got, we got uh, all right. We got seven, eight. Um, so I got two. I got two. You got more. two left. What's I got left? Two left. So uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's happening next is um, okay. This is another one I have to replace because Rush is next, and I am not a Rush person. Yeah. But I listen to Rush because of conversations. And I was listening to Rush's first album. And so that's why they're on there. Is because mm-hmm. I was talking I was talking to somebody about maybe doing a Rush thing on the show. Whatever. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, but Actually, I don't I think know a lot, lot of people of listening might care, but yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I mean <laughs> I mean it's who cares that no, I'm giving no. away a secret. No, you know, oh, oh, okay. I thought you be, meant like there might be rush on two minutes to late night. It's not confirmed yet, but we'll I'm see. just like trying to get it in. So for me, I would, I would book rush as like a big name, but I would book them against uh, like one of the bands that I, I would use them as sort of a, uh, like they're playing at the same time as one of the bands that I really want to see. Well, okay. To, to so add he- a little, to add a little bit. So here's Let's actually we didn't talk about this, but I think this is this is this is fair. You are allowed to do a cover set. I think that's okay. That it's like a tribute because I don't know if you know this, but but Primus has been doing for years full Rush sets. They were touring where they only played right. Rush yeah, songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't play any Primus. So I think that's actually fair game. That if you want to say like, hey, let's have uh, let's have Pup do a tribute to Rush because I know Zach would love that. But not like <laughs> what I just did with Thin Lizzy. No, no, no. This is this is just like assembling for a tribute. It, it is a band billed as another band, like but you know, but they're not going to be like we are Rush. It's just like Pup presents a tribute to Rush. You know. Okay. Well, Rush, I have a, so all right. I'm going to do that since because I'm like I only have one more replace a member uh, tab in my uh, in my on my game board or whatever. So Rush will be uh, as Primus. Or, okay. Or Primus is Rush. Primus is because Rush. There is no. I don't want to. I don't really know. I, I don't really know who I would put as Neil Pert because I don't. Can I really, tell you? Can I tell you something? Yeah. And I'm gonna get so much hate for this. I'm a drummer. I love Rush. Uh, I would do Neil Pert hologram because because you can't <laughs> see a drummer. I, listen, I I love. I love Rush. I love Neil Peart. First off, if you want someone to hit the notes, what better than a robot? Second of all, you can't see a drummer. It's really at a big festival. You can't see a drummer. And the only way you're going to see a drummer is like when you're looking at one of those big LCD screens on the side and they're projecting Mm -hmm. it. And you know what? Show some archival footage. There used to be... I'm a big Flaming Lips fan. And uh, the Flaming Lips uh, did a big change over the 90s. Their guitarist quit and their drummer became their guitarist. And so they would play to videos of Steve Draws, the the drummer turned guitarist. Right. They would play to videos of him 
playing drums and it was awesome because he was a great drummer and they would have you know studio quality recordings playing in the background and it's it's really cool especially like some of that crazy softball and stuff it was it was really really cool watching those videos and i would go see it live um so in my opinion hologram because uh, that's also the best part about a hologram neil pert is that you can do like classic 70s like long hair mustache neil pert and not like later neil pert who would wear like moo's <laughs> like he looked like homer simpson in like the episode where he has to get the 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 special dialing wand to dial the phone because he's too fat not that i'm saying that neil pert was fat i'm just saying that he he wore <laughs> uh shower curtains on stage <laughs> uh i love that um yeah so then, that's me at your at your festival. It's Primus, which is interesting because you're not you never really dug in the Primus, right? No, I've done neither. So they would still remain my uh, like I'm I just because I don't know them. Yeah, uh, really. Uh, I don't really I haven't di- dove into either of them. I I have seen <clears throat> we've been in front of Les Claypool before mm-hmm. because when we were shooting The Punisher with Macedon uh, with Brian. Yeah, <clears throat> dude. What's this malarkey? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still think he said "what the fuck" and it made me laugh super hard inside of because he looked like someone who would say malarkey. But I think he just one of the weirdest, like the most well-known weird folks in the world saw me in a trench coat in front of a clown drum set with Bran with Braun, and he just went "what the fuck." <laughs> Dude. Um, but super funny. Um, yeah. yeah. So Primus is Rush, uh, and they're playing against, they're going to be playing against someone, I guess, eventually. Uh, last of my recently played Botch. Oh, hell yeah. Fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Botch? Because I can't uh, do the reunion. I already used it for Van Halen. You could do an entirely hologram set. That's what I was thinking. Well, it's 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 either that or I. um, All right, so yeah, uh, botch. I don't know how I would do that. I think I actually have to. I think I actually have to. uh, I have to skip it. I think I can't. That's okay. Don't worry. I can't. I can't go backseas on Van Halen. Yes. Spoiler: They're going to be playing my festival, so you'll find out about Botch in episode two. There's no way for sure. The thing is, all right, I'm cheating because I know that Drew is going to have Botch at his festival, and I'm going to the Drew Festival. Um, All right. So my last one is John Carpenter. Hell yeah, John Carpenter. Oh man, that would be so cool. You went to that show, right? Dude, it's so fucking sick. John Carpenter, uh, dude. He it whips. I love that he <clears throat> has had a career where it's like, um, <clears throat> like he made he never got like the the recognition he really deserved as an actual filmmaker for filmmaking. Like he now everyone loves him, but he never yeah. got like a proper budget. He's constantly like everything's a pain in the ass. So what his like his legacy has turned into is his music. And so many people like there's a million things that uh, like most mo- like modern popular music now has some kind of John Carpenter influence in it. And to see him doing concerts and shit, playing his themes and like original music that he's writing with like uh, his son and his son's friend who just rips at guitar is super cool. 
And Hell I think yeah. that that's exactly what he wants to do. He's like, I, all I want to do is all I want to do is watch basketball and hang out with my son and do a you know weird what? running man while my son's playing. <laughs> what if he just like full blown break dances? Like he's really good at it. Like he throws oh, yeah. down the can cardboard. I, can I? Can I? Do I have like a car or like a thing that I can use for this game to give him his knees back? <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be kind of cool, actually. You know what? I've been to a bunch of festivals that have like interactive sections. You know, so it would be kind of mm. cool if there was like a John Carpenter tent where like they had his movies playing. Or they had props from his movies on display. Just something yeah. extra to do, especially like when your friend is like tripping balls and you just want to have them sit down for a minute. Just something something fun. Yeah, they sit down on Christine. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, all right. I got uh, – I haven't used a hologram yet. You haven't so used a hologram. I have not. Uh, what I'm going to – I'm going to – so I made it through recently played without doing that. So here's what my hologram set is. Um, I want Bjork at my festival, but I want Bjork performing with a hologram of Bjork. Oh my God. Genius. <laughs> I like that. That is a yeah. genius idea. I think that she would do something completely fucking insane with it. I think Bjork with another digital Bjork is uh is exactly what it should be i think hello that- this is bjork i downloaded her off of kazaa hello <laughs> i yeah, am a it- virus i am taking over the government that's exactly what it would be is yeah. like is it would just literally turn into a fucking stage yeah. play season um, three of westworld love it <laughs> uh and then i'm putting uh i'm putting faith no more on there awesome because I also want, because that means that Mike Patton can do some of the Mike Patton and Bjork stuff. I feel like that's mm. allowed. Mike Patton um, and Bjork did music together. Yeah, dude, that makes sense. I just I didn't know about it. What did they do? Uh, they did. They did like uh, either like they have been on each other's albums, or I think they have an album together. Yeah. Um, I have to check it out because all of that stuff I weirdly found <laughs> via Kazaa. Yeah, of um, course. Uh, but I know that they have written on each other's out. They've appeared on each other's stuff because uh, yeah. they respect each other, and it's cool. You know, I like Mike Patton. I I kind of am not super familiar with his career because one of those side effects of him just being like, "I hate music. I'm going to try to make the most unlistenable stuff possible," is that you don't listen to it. And you right. miss out on a lot of good things. Like I liked Tomahawk a lot. I liked Peeping Tom. I liked obviously Mr. Bungle and Faith No More. Um, I've never listened to his opera album. I've never listened to um, uh, this Bjork thing that I just found out about. But apparently I have heard him do like an impersonation of birds and video games because I know he does that. He does do that. They think you can't keep up with all of it. And honestly, I just want to hear I want to hear some Angel Dust songs. Uh, and I want to see him. I want to see him interact with Bjork and Bjork's hologram. What's Angel uh, Dust? I don't know what that is. Oh, Angel the the, the Faith Memoir. Oh. oh, oh, I'm thinking of the band Angel Dust. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, I'm not are... putting them on there. They're really good though. Angel Dust is great. Yeah, yeah, I like I... them, and I like what's their sister band? Uh, the dude from Trapped Under Ice who used to play drums in that band is their singer. What oh, are they called? Turnstile. Turnstile. Thank you. Yeah, Turnstile is dope. Uh, they're very sick. All right, so here we go. Here's the the red. Um, all right, so yeah, I got I got eight more 
other acts. I'm putting Aesop Ferg on the festival because Hell I think yeah. he's okay. fucking awesome. He's super yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, okay. So it's Aesop Ferg gives you a quick cheat that you may not realize because if you have one member of the Aesop mob, you could have yes. anybody show up. So who's exactly. who's he bringing? Who's he bringing? Uh, I think uh, I think we're gonna. I think I want to see Twelvey. Okay. I want Twelvey to to show up. <laughs> I know that no one else. We're is so white. We're so white. Um, I'd like to see Twelvey, and perhaps if they could finish by nine, I have to put my son to bed. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, um, have you guys tried this spicy hummus? It's really spicy. Oh, it's a little too hot for me. I like just red pepper, so I have the illusion <laughs> of hum. <laughs> uh, Boy, but yeah. I love Israel. Um, um, I would do. Uh, fuck it. They're all showing up. Uh, Hell yeah. Um, you know fucking, those guys would take any excuse to go to Sweden. Yeah, for sure. I want to yeah. see what they do in Sweden. I want to see what uh, like uh, they're gonna drink Heineken and eat hot dogs as is customary. As is customary. There's also funnel cake. There's always funnel yeah. cake. Actually, always funnel, funnel cake, cake is at every festival. We've decided. But Absolutely. yeah, no. <laughs> uh, ant, it's written in stone. Ant, Ty, Preach, Nass. They're all showing up. Um, mm. I don't know the other ones. I'm sorry. I gotta. I gotta do. I. I, I gotta finish my college hip hop phase. I guess one of these yeah. days. Uh, baby metal. Hell yeah. Baby, baby metal. metal would be dope. Baby metal for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would be super cool. Um, uh, I don't. Here's a weird thing. I'm not putting Mutoid Man or any of the adjacent projects on the festival because uh, I. I feel like I don't want anyone to work right now. I don't, or I don't want the obligation to have. All right, this, to wait, like, wait, this is getting into a little bit of a weird territory, but I think we have to preface that. Of course we want our friends on our music festival, especially if we've got the money to get Van Halen. I would love to pay Mutoid Man enough money to, that they could, you know, live. But I think for the I sake w- of for the sake of keeping an interesting show and for the sake of variety from uh, from episode to episode, we're going to be leaving off our friends. But they're totally on the guest list. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everybody can come, but yeah, I'm not going to The only one who I think, it, yeah, Baisley is on the lineup, but that's because he's doing Thin Lizzy. Yeah. Um, but all right. I will say this: they don't count as they don't count as friends if they don't text me for computer help. So no one from Baroness has texted me asking to fix their iPad. So they're fair game. But Mutoid Man, you're all out. And also download. <laughs> Uh, download malware bytes. It's going to help your Mac. It's going to go much faster. For sure. All right. Yeah. So here's uh, here's uh, my next choice. My next uh, couple. Whatever. Uh, I'm doing double Chromags. Hell, but that counts as two. <laughs> Both. That, fuck Both. yeah. Both Twice. <laughs> dude, dude, and they have to play against mm. each other. And I want to see once and for all who shows up. Uh, from I mean, I feel oh like God. more people are going to show up for Harley, but I think that it would be super funny. I think you also at that point have to bring both the band Interpol and actual Interpol to show up and break <laughs> up the fight. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Fucking do it. Um, Man, that music video is so funny. Harley Flanagan. Uh, no, it's it's John Joseph in the music video, right? Yeah. The new one, John Joseph. He no, 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 looks no, it's Harley. 
It's is Harley. Harley. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, Harley. Yeah, John Joseph is the one that like looks like he uh, is a Kennedy, but like fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> and then Harley Flanagan, he's just like walking around New York City. He looks like the goon from that comic book, you know? Yeah. Oh and my he's God, he looks- walking around singing through his teeth. It's insane. If you haven't seen it, there's a, a new Chromex music video in 2020. <laughs> and there's this one shot of him walking down the street and there's this like couple this like older couple and they stop and the husband like puts his arm in front of the wife and i really genuinely cannot tell if they were like told to do that or if that was just like a thing that really happened because harley flanagan was walking by with like clenched fists you know (laughs) it's nuts i love that um yeah so uh all right now we got robin robin is on the festival absolutely Gotta have her. Um, mm-hmm. I think I'm also going to pick. I'm picking like a lot of people. Uh, I think I've only got like four more folks, right? Uh, I wasn't counting, but I don't uh, care. I'm going four probably. more. Whatever. I'll give it to you. Uh, Velour talk, obviously. They got it. Yeah. yeah, the show's in their backyard. Yeah, they're playing. Um, give them. They get fire on their stage. Got to. Uh, I do want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, then I think I'm going to Judas Priest. I've never Hell seen them. Yeah. I need a the, I want something theatrical. Um, I can't go see Judas Priest because of, uh, you know, the times, the current times. So yeah, Judas Priest is on this shit. Um, dude, you know uh, what I recently found out that I didn't know? Uh, my favorite Judas Priest song, uh, the Green Mahalishi or whatever it is, uh, that's yeah. a that's a Fleetwood Mac cover. Oh, yeah, it's like it's like uh, one of those like weird gray area Fleetwood Macs, like before. I forgot if it's either before, yeah, before Rumors. It's like you know before um, uh, before uh, what's her face and what's his face jumped in the band. I can't remember the American ones. Christine. No, no, not Christine. The other one, uh, uh, the landslides and uh, Edge of Seventeen. What St- is her Stevie name? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks, and uh, the the one he's an alcoholic. He just got kicked out of the band. Um, l- looks kind of like Lou Reed. Can't remember his name. Anyways, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's fine. Uh, this is behind the paywall. I don't feel bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't care. Do not care. Uh, th- 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 yeah, it's a Fleetwood Mac cover, and it's awesome. It's my that's my favorite Iron Maiden song. Or uh, yeah, Jesus Christ, Judas Priest, Judas, Judas Priest, Judas Christ. Um, I'm not gonna put Iron Maiden on the festival, but not because I don't love them. I've seen them a bunch of times now, and this is my festival, so I kind of want shit that I haven't seen before. That's fair. Um, I'm putting. Um, Fuck it. I want some metalcore up in here for high school me. Walls of Jericho going on. Hot damn. Walls of Jericho. Man. Yeah. They're deep good. cut. They're really good. Uh, I fucking love them. I miss them. I want something that's like going to make it's going to bring out the high school me, but in, in kind of, uh, in like, in a way that surprises me. Um, yeah. I saw Walls of Jericho a bunch of times, man. They they put on a great show. And they're also, I, you know, this is like going back to like 2004. 
I went to see them and there was every time that I saw them, there was always a bunch of people there who had no idea that the lead singer was uh was uh, a, a girl a woman. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean she was over a 18, woman. So. A woman. She a was woman? a she was a uh, a Luoma, uh as we say in Italia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, man, they they kicked ass. It's so cool. I love Walls of Jericho. Hell yeah. They fucking rule. Um and then I'm going to finish things off with, uh, we got, I want PJ Harvey. Um, and that also opens the window. Like she can bring, uh, special guests since all of her songs have special guests. So you can get, uh, a Nick cave and a Tom York or whatever. Cause every one of her songs has a special guest. So she needs people. She PJ needs- Harvey Keitel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and that's that's I it, think, right? No, I got one more. You got one um, more. Drum right. I got. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. The hardest question is: Do I do do I do misfits or do I do Danzig? Hmm. You know, that's the biggest thing. That's the big. That's like that's the real question. And you used you used all of your. Um, I use my have, reunion for Van Halen's because that would be my yeah. other reunion is original lineup dancing. Chuck Biscuits, so you, uh, right. John Christ. So you um, don't have any modifiers left except for one. You haven't used your Andrew WK wild card. So you could do a Danzig or as I would call it, a Dandrew W Zig. But also, you could not do that because no one wants to see no that. No one would want to see that ever. Um, yeah. Uh, Danzig is not about partying. Fuck, Let's I get real. I also want body count on this. Uh, damn it. Well, have you ever seen body count? No. Me neither. I say pick body count. Because <laughs> you've seen Misfits. You've seen Danzig. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Body count. It's body count. I want it's body, body count. count. Because you also opened the door... To everybody from Law and Order showing up. <laughs> um, so I actually made it through this entire uh, this entire jam. Oh, the album set. Robin mm. does body talk all the way through. Interesting. Robin does body count all the way through. Uh, yeah. Self-titled <laughs> oh my, first album. Fucking sick. Yeah. I'm a cop killer. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, Robin. Where I'm from, we don't have cops. We are socialists. Yeah. Okay. Um, Robin gets the album all the way through. Pick. So yeah. All right. My festival. uh, Finishing things off. So we got every time I die. We got sleigh bells. We got uh, we got Van Halen original lineup. Get Michael Anthony in there. It feels a little like a waste, but I don't fucking give a shit. It's my festival. I want golden (laughs) harmonies. I want a man with a receding hairline and a mullet. And it's been that way for years. Yeah. Shania Twain, Guns N' Roses, yeah. Horizont, uh, <clears throat> Rush, uh, Primus's Rush, John Carpenter. And mm-hmm. then we got uh, Thin, Thin Lizzy with Scott and Gary Moore, Troy Saunders on bass, John Baisley on vocals, and Joey Castillo on drums then we have the aesop mob chaos set i guess because mm-hmm. we we i was like fuck it all of them bring them yeah why not bring them in um 
Then we got we got body count. Uh, we got Cro-Mags <laughs> dual set. Uh, Judas Priest, uh, PJ Harvey. Um, what else? Am I missing uh, you, someone? Greg Pucciato. Greg Pucciato, Soundgarden. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then, uh, fuck, who else? I think we probably, t- we talked about a lot of goddamn people. Uh, Walls of Jericho. Walls of Jericho. And, and Rob Zombie, just being Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't, you didn't spend your, uh, you didn't spend your modifiers. Cool. That's right, a good I, festival. That's a I good think festival. It'll be, uh, yeah. It may, you know, I think it's also, you know, it made it easy that just like a lot of this, uh, I think it made it easy to be able oh, and Bjork with Hologram Bjork. How could we forget? Yes. And Faith No More. Yes. So Facebook presents Bjork uh, Google Home. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm going to okay, make Bjork. a little playlist also for uh, like the festival. Of the festival. Yeah. There sure, will be a yeah, second that's cool. Jordan's Boat. Jordan's Boat, the festival. Hell yeah. Um, Maybe we can do a thing like we had a fan do. We had a fan that made a, a playlist of all the songs we recommended on uh, the podcast, the old podcast. Maybe we do a thing where it's like we do a festival podcast where we put music from everybody who's playing. Yeah, for sure. Oh, uh, and Prime uh, Primus Rush would play against Body Count. Mm. Um, because very specific audio, I feel like, that's the most like who the fuck is gonna go to what? Because uh, there would be definite fans for each, but I just I think it would be really fun. Because uh, I would clearly just go watch Body Count. I would with- go watch Body Count too, actually. You know, and and I'll tell you why I would watch Body Count is because as much as I love a cover set, I think that uh, doing just a cover set is kind of. It's kind of weird for your fans. I don't know. I've seen a lot of cover sets and most of them either do, you know, like one show and then another show or just they do something to like bring their other songs in. I mean, I can't tell you how many like full album release shows I went to where they only did like the five best songs on the album. They're like, okay, you know, here's all the songs you really want to hear, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I actually... I, I do like Primus, and I, I think I would want to see a couple of Primus songs for sure, especially the Zingers, you know. Um, yeah. But actually, that's Primus's greatest hits album is called They Can't All Be Zingers. Uh, <laughs> so maybe, I, I don't know. I, but yeah, you know, it's mainly because uh, it's, I would be curious to see what the, which who goes to what. I think yeah. that most people are going to see, uh, like, Primus Rush, uh, because probably more like it's my, I have more rock at my festival, you know, I yeah. just do. I, uh, I grew up like uh, a classic rock kid. It had, oh, also of course, Valor Talk is there and they get pyro. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I think that that's, uh, uh, I'm, if we went one more on my recently played, we would have gotten Lizzo. Which would mm. I think would have been a fun addition, but you would have tanked your budget for sure. I tanked my budget. <laughs> so wait, but we're right. missing. So we're so what's what are you gonna how are you gonna play Andrew WK? What's the plan? Oh, uh, my use for Andrew WK is he is going to be uh, just doing a guest spot where he makes the hot dogs and stuff. He's just gonna be <laughs> at one of the hot dog stands because he Hell would yeah. do that. 
he would but do he has that. Headphones on, so you have to point at what you want on the menu. I love it. That sounds great. He won't great. talk to you. It he won't like, talk to you. He won't like talk Psycho to Vegas. You. Like Psycho Vegas didn't talk to anybody. Not even the the audience who like because there was no requests. He just that's sunglasses what you want on indoors. This is what people will love. Uh, just Andrew WK, a physical body, not interacting. If anything, you know, made the rumors feel like it's a bunch of doubles. True, it was that. It was Andrew WK doing nothing remotely related to partying, except for technically being a DJ. Yeah, I mean, yeah, technically being in Vegas is partying, but it's not the same thing. Yeah, it is not the same thing because uh, it's yeah. I guess like you being in Vegas, you just get the residual aspects of partying. I didn't drink the entire time I was there and I was hungover on Monday. Yeah. Well, Jordan, I think this is a really good festival. I would go to it. I think we're just about done. The only thing that we didn't really talk about is uh, your exclusive merch. Ooh, what kind of crazy oh, merch do we have? Oh, yeah, because it's got to be like, uh, you got to have, like most, like the headliners got to have, or like people got to have like, uh, like themed merch to the venue that we're at. Mm-hmm. And like, or the town. Yeah. So since I'm probably going to put it, uh, I kind of want to put it, uh, I'm probably going to put it in Sweden and it's mm-hmm. probably going to be right on the end. Cause they do host, uh, like concerts there. I think I'm also just talking out of my ass. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about, but I would put it on the edge of where like the lake is that, or like the body of water that separates, uh, like, Sweden and Norway. Mm. You can take like a boat from Sweden to Norway, uh, like pretty quickly. So I would put yeah. it like right there. So sure, there would yeah. be a, so that's kind of what Jordan's boat is, is the boat from Sweden to Norway. Gotcha. Um, and I would, um, I would have a lot of nautical themed merch, I think. Absolutely. Um, I think that that would be sort of like, uh, the big thing, like I would have, uh, I would probably have like, you know, cause since guns and roses is the big headliner, whether I like it or not, they are. Yeah. Um, uh, I would, I would, you know, I would take their original design. I would take like their design where they have like the skull with the, with the, with like guns and roses or whatever. And I would put mm-hmm. them in a little nautical hat. I would give them a sailor hat. I like that. Uh, I'd buy I that. would change their little, I would change the, the gold ring that says guns and roses. I would make that like one of the inner tubes, like a classic mm, inner yeah, tube. But yeah, it says yeah. guns and roses like that. It would just look like a bunch of ship shit. Mm, I Both like that. Things. Yeah. Could I, uh, can I make a suggestion? Yes. So I've been doing Coke all day. We're going to make a million dollars. Uh, first things first, we're in Sweden. We're doing Ikea tie-ins. I'm talking about like Van Halen, Frankenstrat, Stripe, uh, couches, you know, uh, we got Bjork designed, uh, uh, coffee tables. Uh, we're definitely going to have a line of flotation devices. I'm talking like, uh, you know, like life vests, except Mm -hmm. for body count, which are actually bulletproof life vests. So you can't get shot (laughs) while you're drowning. Like in the beginning of Saving Private Ryan, when those people are getting shot underwater, not happening to you. Love it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'll do some more coke. I'll think of some more ideas. Let you know yeah. what we're going to do. I want Shania Twain. I want, you know, since it's like uh, Norway and Sweden tie-in, I want not a cheesy one. I want like a really solid 
good, well done, uh, like Shania Twain black metal shirt. You know what? I I think you know. I think in 2020 we got to make sure that women are supporting other women, and that's why I think Walls of Jericho, Shania Twain crossover. Oh yes, I would love they, that. They they support each other. You know, we got backing vocals on both sets. Uh, yes. Oh my rule. god. Yeah, 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 dude. Yeah, no. I break. You can put a breakdown in that don't impress me much, and you should have like like how uh, uh, like there's that mad there's the Madball song where the Walls of Jericho uh, singer uh, does back backing vocals and it fucking rips. Um, oh, yeah. It will be kind of like the same kind of thing. <laughs> um, I think it would be funny also, completely unrelated, but if you, you know, you have Cro-Mags versus Cro-Mags, I think mm-hmm. you have to come up with different names for them. You know how there is like oh, a flag, a black flag? Well, there's Cro-Mags and then Cro-Mags JR or something, or like there's, they have like the initials at the end of it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. You know, not, not Cro-Mags and Mo-Crabs because... Uh, I would love I'd, that. I would be going to Mo Crabs because if there's anything more that I want crabs. is more crabs. <laughs> more Especially crabs. if I'm in Sweden. Listen. Fuck it. It's my festival. The John Joseph Cro-Mags is more crabs. Yeah, but the but the John Joseph Cro-Mags more crabs is not eating them. It's setting them free because he's right, yeah, vegan. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. um you get Chrome uh, you it's just more crabs in the Cro-Mags font. And then yeah. it's just it's just John Joseph hugging a crab on the shirt. Yeah. Yeah, I had to I had to unfollow John Joseph on Instagram because like in between recipes for vegan lasagna, he would just post conspiracy theories and call people I like idiots, and I just kind of had to take a break from that. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a lot. he he he's super aggressive. It is both of those dudes are the most just like intense. Like, man, being a vegan is so easy nowadays. You used to be back in the day, you had to get a bag of peanuts from a strange man. Is like, Harley Flanagan? Is Harley vegan? Or I don't think so. I have. No I feel idea. like they're like a Batman Joker kind of situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're just like they're both like meant for each other and should destroy each other upon contact, usually with a knife. For sure, I yeah. feel like they're. Yeah, I feel like. Here's the thing about Cro-Mags versus Cro-Mags. I think we have a lot of people that are going to say they would go to the Harley thing because they want you know they want to pick chaos. Uh, hmm. Over like they want to like pick that uh, that set like uh, but I think when faced with the decision we'd see a lot of cowards who would go yeah. back on that yeah They're no like, one's- I don't want to see uh, I, I don't know if I want to see this guy who eats knives and shit uh, no especially because like this is a festival overseas you know so anybody from Brooklyn who's going to pay that much money to go to Sweden to get the shit kicked out of them. He's someone you don't want to be around when also, push yeah. comes to shove. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, that's that is my that is that's my Jordan's fantasy boat. folks. That's I think Jordan's that's boat, baby. that's the end of our first episode of uh, Festival Schmestival. Thanks for listening. If you're yeah, if you're listening you. to this, you're a uh, you're a supporter of our Patreon, and thank you so much. We couldn't do it without you. Uh, and I guess we should. Do plugs? Do we have to do plugs? At, at, I don't do. Do you do plugs on a Yeah, you. Here's the thing: if you sign up to the Patreon, you probably follow us on the social medias to get here. But yeah, we're at. If you didn't know, we have like no people on Twitter because uh, we never use it. I never yeah. use it. Um, 
But yeah, at 2M2LN, at 2 Minutes Late Night on Instagram. You're already on the Patreon. Uh, I don't know. This was fun. I had such a good time. I, we I learned, wanted to I'll, keep it. Yeah. I learned a lot about Jordan. Uh, I learned a lot about myself. And I learned a lot about uh, uh, Sweden. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. We can talk more. I, lo- I weirdly, uh, I love the setup of of Sweden. It feels it's calm as like a vibe, but like, I don't, I, I don't know. Everyone's really nice. It's like Sweden Canada cool. also. Just people yeah. are nice. Um, the first time I went to well, white white time, people, <laughs> yeah, way too many white people, just like, just like your festival. Although I will say yours is pretty diverse. I don't, I don't think uh, I would like mine to be, but I don't think it will be, uh, but I'll try. Well, I don't. What do we got? We got Shania Twain. We got the Aesop Mob. We got Body Count. Yeah, you got we, a good oh, mix. I thought I was gonna have Lizzo, but I we ran out. Of you stuff. you you got a good mix. I think so. I think. Um, uh, yeah, I just picked my favorites. It's my festival. I I don't have enough. I, if I put more hip hop on this, I would be just making shit up. Like I would put like. Uh, like I know Thundercats, I know Drunk the album, but I don't know more than that. I I and I mainly know his production work, and he's not just going to play the production stuff. I don't want to be a poser. I'm just being honest. Yeah, I mean, we're basing it off of our dreams and truly, like, uh, you know, what we've been listening to. And sometimes you just you don't have that much of a choice of what you listen to. It happens. Someone sends you a link, you click on it, you're like, oh, I guess I'm listening to this now. And the next thing you know, you're talking about it on a podcast. Let's see where this goes. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. I, th- I had I, a good time. Say, this is fun. This was a good idea. <laughs> this was a good idea. We don't have to keep this. We can we can edit this out, but this was a good idea. I don't for, care. This was fun. For an idea we had. Fuck it. Fuck it. We've had this idea for less than 24 hours. It made it up on the go. Uh, I... I'm sweating bullets because I need to turn my air conditioner on. Uh, but this was good, man. Yeah, this was good. All right. Uh, bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>